Hello and welcome to the Nerds Who Haunted Themselves, Series 5, Episode 6. I'm Stuart Moraine and I'm joined this week by... Andy Hanks. Who? Yeah, miss me? <laughs> I'm back. What you got? <laughs> been you created such a void that I had to set up two whole new series. I know. So I could speak to different people each I'm, week. I'm just one massive hole. <laughs> You're a hole. <laughs> I feed them to you, you whack and whack. <laughs> oh, how have you been? I've been alright, you've been alright? I've been alright, what have you been up to? Anything exciting? Um, well, we've just been talking for about an hour before we press record. <laughs> um, well, it's the end of the year. Um, it comes around quick, doesn't it? Oh, it's scary, isn't it? So, as we're recording, it is exactly a week before Christmas. It is, and this will either be up on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you got all the presents you wanted. Although, if this does come out on Christmas Day and you're listening to it. Yeah, get a life. <laughs> well, no, to be fair, you might be on your own at Christmas. You might have to work or something. Governor Station might be on telly. Oh, yay, James Corden. <laughs> I'm so torn with that, because I really like Governor Station. Yeah, I do I as well. We'll, we'll watch it. Yeah, I will as well, but I hate him. Yeah. I hate him with a passion. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, now we've got that out of the way, just yep. coming back. <laughs> right, see you later. <laughs> so, it's been quite an eventful year for us. Uh, you got busy, mm. I got busy. <laughs> we don't get busy together. <laughs> we got right. busy. Not since we got married. Our wives are such prudes about it. <laughs> we didn't get married together. No. Make that very clear. <laughs> no, we eloped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we drove a car off a cliff. Tony referred to us yesterday as the nerds who wank themselves. I corrected him. We wank each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only when it's cold. <laughs> Mostly at night. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> All right, okay, so anyway, what are we talking about? Uh, yeah, so sort of like a... Year in review. End of the year and what mm. kind of year has it been for you kind of thing. Because mm. like I say, it's it's been busy, there's been changes. Mm. Uh, you've uh, gone off to do your own things, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, at the same time, why did I encourage you? <laughs> I now have to make my own posters. <laughs> and it's hard. I don't know if you appreciate how hard it is. <laughs> yes, I do. I've been doing it for 17 years. Not your posters, but... You finally delivered that True Believers 2015 <laughs> poster. <laughs> so it's you have done the Kickstarter poster. <laughs> so that was six years ago. <laughs> Fuck, that was, wasn't it? It was, yeah, absolutely. Oh, dear. Makes you feel like was it 2014 we started it? 2015, first one. Not when we started no, it, 2013 we started. The Kickstarter launched in 2014. Mm, so the first was event was... When we were doing that short film festival mm. uh, of which we do not talk about no we, we, we sometimes talk about that it's the our triumphant top trumps <laughs> we don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> that's the event that must not be named <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so we did that and then we were going to launch the event was always going to launch in 2015 when it was originally March mm. because we were told that nothing ever happens in March and then when I actually did my own research which I should have done up front to be fair I discovered that everything happened in fucking March at that time so we had to shift to February and that's where we've been ever since mm, absolutely um, but yeah but sort of from being on that journey you 
gone off and done other things and you've been developing your art yeah well that's just it i mean i kind of stepped back a bit this year so i can focus on 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 me really uh i've been a bit selfish and i'll just you know force i'd focus on my own needs instead of your needs (laughs) (laughs) oh dear i could see yeah i'm rubbish aren't i (laughs) Did you get to focus on your own thing, or did it create a vacuum that somebody else stepped into? Um, a bit of both. <laughs> See, this is why you can't just take a leader out, because it just creates a power vacuum that somebody has to fill. Um, but uh, it's, um, yeah, so it's it's been a successful year, I think. It's been a successful year for you as well. It's been a year. It's been a year, yeah. It's it's been a success in that I've I've done the comics. Mm. Um, two comics. Two comics. Yeah. I would say in a in a year, but it was in the space of six months, wasn't it? Really? Well, wow, it was about. What was in the space of a day? Yeah. Well, the Hello to Jason Isaacs one was. Yeah. That was just a messing around, forcing myself, and then being encouraged to print it. Mm. <laughs> to the point where no matter what excuse I use, you're like, I'll just fucking print it for you. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, and then took that to the event that will not be named. And that was interesting. Sold two of those on my first day, but it wasn't the... What event was that? The one in Birmingham. Okay, I didn't go to that one, did I? No. And then I did proper launches at Nottingham. Yeah. Good event, that. It was a good event. The, I, I operated your waiting table. And people waited to get to your table. <laughs> it provided reading material to keep them busy. <laughs> like a doctor's waiting room, you know. Well, that was the joke between me and Kat, because she was tabling with me. It was just that we're just Andy's waiting room. <laughs> so some people felt obliged to look at my table while they were waiting to get to yours. <laughs> Which was just awesome to see your table so fucking busy. Yeah, uh, all really, really good day that was. Yeah, Nottingham was one of my highlights of the year, mm. which we'll, we'll come on to later. Yeah, but. yeah. So, art-wise, you've been working on your book. So, it, yeah, it's been a bit of off, a mixture. Off yeah, I've, so I've been working on the book. I've worked on that for about three or four months. I've um, actually not done much on it for about three or four months, but mainly because I had ever worked, other stuff I wanted to get done. I wanted to get a bit of sketchbook done as well. I wanted to get some new stuff ready for troops in February. I've got a couple of pieces I want to launch them. Um, uh, and that was it, really. So it was just a bit of a conscious decision. I want, I want to, you know, so I can spend all my time on the book. So this book I'm talking about um, is one that I'm working on with, with Tony. It's a children's book. Not a comic book, it's a children's book. And, uh, yeah, we've been... About milkshakes? <laughs> Not that kind of book, No, no. no. Nothing to, nothing to do with um, Tony's. Was it called The Hall Chronicles? The Hall Chronicles, which I had a pin-up in. Yeah, you did, yeah. So, Which I was really pleased to be a part of that, because it's an awesome book. A great book. I mean, it's not an easy read. but It's like nothing else you've ever read. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I was try- so, so I was trying to think of some numbers of, to best explain my year, really, and I was thinking about it. So I've d- I filled out two and a half sketchbooks this cool. year. Uh, I've done 36 life drawing sessions. I went through and counted them. That's a lot of todgers. Yeah, so, and boobs. <laughs> um, and I've done 
and I've learnt two new programs, new art programs. Um, three, actually, if you count one that is a new version of an old one that I've learnt. Um, and yeah, I've moved to the iPad. I still use the Cintiq, but I've moved to the iPad, so that's a, that's a, a bit of a learning curve as well. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think <coughs> I, I think I've improved this year. I'm always trying to improve. I think I've improved a bit this year. I think yeah. looking. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Um, look, looking back at my old sketchbooks, like what I was doing, I got like time hop on Facebook, so you can kind of see every time I've posted a drawing like a year ago, I can kind of look at my drawings then, and then I can see a bit of an improvement. I think still a long way to go. Um, well, I think you're always improving. You have to, I think, in general. Yeah. Oh, thank you. But I think it's very important to, or you know what I mean, be aware that you're improving. Also, know, be aware that you've got places that you need to. It's not just improving; it's different techniques, isn't it? Yeah, it's that's uh, yeah. It's not so much you're doing it better; it's that you're learning more stuff. Yeah. I, I've been focusing a lot on markers the last year, and I've been doing research on other people who just use markers, um, and you know, the tints and tips and tricks. Did you see that um, colouring in thing that I posted on the awesome? Um, uh, Facebook page. It was it's a guy's professional, and he does these videos on yes, colouring in. And basically, he's got colouring book, uh, books, and he's colouring in his colouring books, and he's like showing it. It's just really good and really interesting. And he gets a lot of stick for not drawing images himself, just colouring them in. But he is a professional comic book artist. Um, but you can kind of see why. And he said, but but you know, it, it's almost like a, it's just it's a, it's an exercise, and it's. Absolutely brilliant. But colouring is an artistic skill in itself. Yeah, it's uh, like, a just because you it. can draw a picture doesn't mean you can colour it. Yeah, and there's yeah, um, you've, you've got to have there's a lot of theory that you've kind of got to learn. You've got to know like colour theory, light theory, um, being able to describe to um, shapes with with colour and tone and sh you know. Uh, and it's some that I tried doing a lot of my pieces and to watch like you know even if it's just a colouring book that this guy where you can take such a flat image and just make it come alive and it's you know really really good to watch plus he uses a lot of you know the way that he blends as well the way that he the, the details that he adds the way that he he adds the light you know the, the pens and the pencils that he uses um i will find out the guy and i and i'll say it on uh, let me cover for a second and i'll find cool. out the name of the guy yeah and then we'll put that in the show notes and we'll put that in the show but, notes yeah but yeah i mean um your marker stuff's been superb. Thank you. I've been really enjoying them. I've, it's, it's almost sicklingly good. But, oh, thank you. I mean, I went through, because I put together like a folder of some of my better stuff, or the, the stuff that turned out okay yeah. folder. <laughs> and, uh, it's actually called that, isn't it? It is, yeah. Your sticker on the front says that. And um, Yeah, because I just thought I'd take it and have it in Nottingham in case anybody asked. Not that I was expecting anybody to ask, but... Um, yeah, the, just seeing them where I got the whack on for my uh, birthday. Hmm. I've been sort of learning that. Still no layers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move on. But <laughs> I'm using. I've, I've found a way to do it, and it's working for me at the minute. So. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, actually, you've really moved on this year because as I said you've gone digital. I've gone digital. I've actually done sequential things that I said I can. Two things I said I'd never do. Yeah. I said I could never do digital because I couldn't wrap my head around it. And, you know, there's a lot of things in it I still don't know. I am very much the idiot with it. Like layers. Like layers. But I do fine with what it is. And I've not made any massive balls that were about to scratch an entire thing. Apart from trying to do the troops poster for this year. 
got so many unused ones. <laughs> I, like, I love it, I love it, I love it. Fucked it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I've been doing that. I've, like I said, I've mostly been using that for colouring, although I've started doing more drawing from scratch on it. Hmm. With the comics, I still like having the original pages. So I like to do them in black and white and then colour them on the scan them and colour them on the um, Wacom on clip art or whatever it is I use. Clip Studio. Yeah, that sounds like. Clip art is something very different. Uh, yeah, Clip Studio. So yeah, so I've been doing that, which is fun. And, uh, that would make a really good more. porn channel, wouldn't it? Clip Studio. Clip Studio. Very, very niche. Yeah. No one would be able to find it. <laughs> And they'll be there all along. <laughs> Just kind of hidden under a bunch of hair. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We went off on this tangent now. Oh, dear. And we're back. <laughs> but You can make your clitorial debut. I've also been drawing fucking robots. I noticed that. We, I was going to have a bit of a word with you about that. It's your fucking fault. <laughs> I've never had any interest in robots. You challenged me to do that March of Robot thing. Do you know who has also been drawing robots? Tony Esmond. Has he? Yeah, he's been drawing robots too. We can start our own... Robot cult. Yeah. So, but yeah... uh, Sorry, I shouldn't have been speaking then when you've been taking a gulp of your drink. That's fine. (laughs) We're not professional. (laughs) We've never been... Have you ever listened to that comic smell? They're just constantly eating crisps. (laughs) (laughs) I've never come away from a podcast so hungry. <laughs> really? That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, we usually eat jelly babies while we're recording. We do. We haven't got any today. I haven't got any. It's because I'm not. don't have as much appetite, so I keep forgetting to buy like sweets and shit. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to be good. But. Because, you know, 40 now. Got to start thinking about. It. Plus, you know, do a lot of sitting <sighs> in the ass drawing. So. <laughs> But, so yeah, so you've been doing the life drawing and various other things. So it started off, yeah, it started off that with the launch of um, how to, what did it, what's it called? How to create, how to make how comics, to make comics for Springworth. Springworth. That was in February. So it started off very good. That was and my you first had comic. J.R. Hartley moment. I had my J.R. Hartley moment. I actually went into Waterstones and I, I bought it, which is incredibly cool. And the woman looked to me a bit weird. <laughs> Especially asked if I could take a photograph of her holding it, giving it to me. True story. Yeah, see, did I've got the, I've got it on here. Um, you're banned from Waterstones in Boston, <laughs> eh? I am. Yeah. Um, you went around every member of staff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was the beginning of the year, and um, and yeah, um, I, it started on a high. And what else has happened? That's the only thing I've had published this year. Oh, apart from Sketchbook Two. Which was part began as part of the Kickstarter campaign rewards uh, for the Springworth comic. Um, I've been doing a lot of work with Springworth um, for the Spark. I've done a, a bunch of so Springworth is still going. Um, I believe I hope it's official, but Springworth is now like that the, the the face of Little Heroes. Um, I, I'm sure. I'm sure he's mentioned it before now. I'm sure I'm not breaking any rules saying this. Um, so that's quite cool. Fire, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I, it's really nice because I, I, I am quite proud of that design of that robot. Yeah, it's a very cool design. So it's nice that he keeps on going. Um, and yeah, and so I started my second book, which is the Duke book, 
uh, in March, March or May, I think it was. And um, I'm about six months into that. It's a long way to go, but it's I'm quite happy with where it's going at the moment. Uh, exciting stuff. Yeah. And that's me. So, right, I'll see you later. Yeah. Well, done. no, because you've done more conventions this year. I've done, yeah, how many conventions have I done this year? I did Troobes. You did Troobes, you've done Leamington, you've done Nottingham. I'm sure you've done, you did BAM. I did BAM. You just yeah. did the one BAM, didn't you, the summer one? I just did the summer BAM, yeah. Uh, not in Leamington. Uh, I did another one. I did one in April um, in Wiltshire. Was that this year or was that last year? I'm sure it was this year. No, I'm sure you did one this year that was a yeah. not a comic-focused one. Particularly, wasn't it? Uh, that, was, uh, that was Leamington. No, it wasn't no, Leamington, Leamington, sorry. No, <laughs> which I did. No, Leamington that... is a comic-focused comic. Sorry, everybody. No, I, honestly, they're all kind of Malia kicking us in. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the no. It, you're right. It was the Wiltshire one that I did. Um, I can't remember if I was this year or that year, but that was more of it. I think I was one of three artists there, so there was a lot of kind of toys for sale and things like that. Nice. Um, uh, I know the. I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but the the guy who does the the Bible comic. Oh he was, yeah, he was there. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Um, have you found cons? Eleven. Really enjoying them. Um, I'm very conscious that even though we I don't get the same audience, that I, I've been very conscious that I've been churning out the same stuff. Um, so I am trying to rectify that. I've started this year. I started to sell original stuff. Uh, I did it at Troobes as a bit of a gamble, a bit of a you know a test the waters, and it went really well. And people yeah I've, I've the stuff was doing really well at Nottingham that was the only con I've been with you at yeah because obviously at Troobes you weren't at the table anyway mm. so it was just sort of checking in with Wiggy every so often Chantel to see how you were doing kind of thing but yeah but yeah to actually witness it being there kind of thing I, it's quite I, I still get quite not not confused, but the, the, I do get quite a bit of buzz at my table, and it's like, well, you know, I, I'm quite chuffed and quite. I get some lovely comments, and it, well, it's, it's, it's awesome. Not, you're not using somebody else's IP; it, yeah. it's all your IP. Yeah, you don't absolutely. have the group anymore, do you? Apart from, is he still on a couple of the Christmas? The I do. Cards? Yeah, um, I, I he's on the greetings cards, and he's on the prints as well. But, but I don't he's have not any the main focal point no, of not your table. All. Like not you used at all. To be. it's not like you've got a big canvas of group behind. Yeah, you. I, I think in an ideal world, I, I want it more robot based. I think. I think Cause... more people should do what you're doing. It's it's fine to sort of get people in. Yeah. But I think far too many artists, their art is a recognised IP. This is, I'll give you a... Whether it's their spin on it or not, so whether it's like, you know, done in an erotic faction. Like it, uh... Erotic? One of the conventions somebody was at, like the table opposite them was all like erotic versions of Pokemon characters or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. The, the person who told me will know who they are and mm. they will know which con it was. Mm. But, um... This is a sneaky... Oh, okay. Oh, do you know? Yeah, okay, fair enough. Do you want a sneaky peek of my latest suit? Yes. That's a drawing, not a euphemism. Oh, nice. A long way to go, yeah. Is that one of the ones that was on your... Yeah, that's Scraps. March of the Robots thing? Yeah, that's Scraps. The one you cheated on? What do you mean I cheated on? You did them all in advance. That's not <laughs> cheating, that's thinking ahead. 
But yeah. Page a day, fucker. I did a page a day. <laughs> but you doing March of Robots again next year? I hope so. I'm planning to. Mm. Say, I kind of broke my year up because we've always done a really long lead into troops, and it was just getting too much. Mm. So I broke it up so that we launched the ticket sales on Black Friday, mm. which gave me a bit more time to do something for me. Because if I didn't start getting that balance, I was tempted. Well, you know, I'd been wobbling on troops the last couple of years mm. with whether I wanted to keep doing it or not, kind of thing. And uh, but you've lost weight now, so you probably won't. <laughs> so my balance is better. <laughs> but well, financially, troops isn't a viable business. Mm. So it's but it was never for that, was it? That was no, never it the never reason. Was, but it was always. I had an acceptable loss mm. that I could write it off as it was just an extravagant fun weekend for me kind of thing. And um, prostitutes would be cheaper. It probably would. Cocaine's probably cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> probably better for you. <laughs> <laughs> the gum down is a lot easier on cocaine. But so with troops, I think this year we made a small loss, mm. which it's inevitable. Um, but like I say, as long as I can keep it going, I'm happy to do it. But I do want to start doing my own stuff as well. And again, the comics I didn't really do for any idea of putting them out there beyond posting them up each day kind of thing. Um, so the robot I just did to challenge myself because mm. it was meant to be a challenge. So <laughs> I thought I'd try something that I'd never done, which was sequential art. And I did that and then let people talk me into doing it in a book. And I sold a few of them. Like maybe five to ten mm. of those, and absolutely. Jason Isaacs, I think I've sold about fifteen to seventeen of those, something like that. And again, that wasn't supposed to be anything. That was just me setting myself the challenge of could I sit there in twelve hours and draw a comic? Was that a Sunday? It was, yeah. So I did two hours prep, roughing it out at work on the Saturday morning, and then ten oh, hours on so, the. Oh, so hang on a minute. So you did it the day before? No. Cause so still, you cheated? No, it was still a 12-hour challenge. So you cheated? Two hours at work, ten hours the next day. So, okay. It wasn't like do a robot a day, but do them all in February. <laughs> I didn't do one in February. I, I, did, I did half of them in February. But it was draw a robot a day for 29, 29 days or whatever it was. Yeah, a robot a day. I did a robot a day. I just did them <laughs> a week before. And six in a day. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> but, but yeah, so... I've I did missed that. bickering. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed it, and I'm trying to do a Christmas one, but I don't think I'll have it done in time for this Christmas. So, Which I was just going to do and put out on Comic House. <laughs> I had some quite nice return from Comic House, from people reading it on there. Really? Financially, yeah. Mm. It's like 15 quid. Blimey. The last one. So I'm assuming that's an error. I'm gonna go. <laughs> it was meant to be a pound fifty. <laughs> it was meant to be fifteen p. Uh, can I have the? <laughs> Sorry, you put the decimal point in the wrong place. <laughs> so now you owe us fifteen quid. <laughs> but yeah, and like you know, Comic House had a couple of reviews on for Jason Isaacs because again, neither of those I put out for reviews because if people want to review it, awesome. But I'm not going to actively seek them out. And uh, yeah, so that's been nice to see feedback from that. 
and a prolix bought one and then told me afterwards he thought it was about Oscar Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn it, I missed a trick. I was about Isaac Newton. Could have got some of that sweet Poe Dameron money. <laughs> but yeah, and then, like I say, I launched, did a soft launch of the printed at home version of Jason Isaacs at that not a Comic Con in Birmingham, which wasn't a great event to launch anything at. And then Nottingham, which was a great event to launch something at. Mm. Uh, say, sales wise, I don't think I set the world on fire, but. I wasn't expecting to sell any. <laughs> when I sold one, I was really happy. Everything's a bonus. I just... I had no expectations of it. I'd gone more to enjoy myself than... But I'm also lucky that I'm not in that position where I need to sell them to make the money. To, mm. And I made sure I'd done a couple of extra days overtime at work to cover the print cost. So it was kind of like I'd paid for it already kind of thing. So, and you know, I'll recoup the expenses eventually. One way or the other. But yeah, so that was pretty much it for me art-wise. Not done anything exciting beyond that, like I say, apart from the Wacom and just generally scribbling a bit more. Well, that's just it. It's getting into your routine, isn't it? I mean, I, would you say you've done more drawing this year than you have in the last couple of years? Probably. I've done more focused drawing than mindless doodling. Mm. Although the comics I do are mindless doodling because I, I don't really plan them out that far in advance. Mm. Certainly the robot one, at most I'd have the next day roughed out in my head mm. or on a scrap of paper ready for what I want it to be and then I didn't have to change it as you do so but yeah I'm not a do the thumbnails or anything kind of job but yeah so that's really low but yeah so anyway um so, sort of look going into twenty twenty. What's your plan with regard to the comic and that? Well, um, the comic, the drawing, all of it. Yeah. Well, the, I, I'm planning to pick up the book again in January, which I'm quite looking forward to getting a bit of a fresh head and getting stuck into it. The holy book. No, the the book. Oh, the not book. the holy book. Not, not no. the book. The <laughs> <No>. book. <laughs> the gospel according to Zoot. Um, <laughs> Thought you'd find Scientology. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I think that with that, I don't think it's something that I want to do. Uh, as you know, if, if when I work on it, I want that to be the only thing I'm working on. Yeah. Do you say I want to put all my effort into it? Um, I'm gonna, but saying that, I also want to carry on my sketchbooking as well. Uh, I think I've really benefited from sketchbooking. Uh, I, I've got on average. I mean, I'm drawing almost every day at the moment, which is brilliant. You know, there might be perhaps one day, one maybe say two or three days a month I'm not drawing. Do you find you're a bit frustrated those days because you've not drawn anything? Not in a, oh uh, yeah, I am drawing. No, I've wasted the day, but kind it of affects like... me, and I feel almost yeah, it it does feel almost like I've not achieved anything in that day if I haven't actually yeah at least done a little bit of sketching. You, know, I do feel I get guilt. It's Absolutely, like my hopeful plan for tomorrow is that I'm just going to draw. Yeah. So, after I've taken the boys to school and before I pick them up, my plan is it's like between nine and three. Mm. Just draw, obviously, have some food. Mm. Just draw and watch films. I got a load of Arrow films that I bought in Black Friday, so I've got Buckaroo Banzai to watch. Have you really? Yeah. That's great. Bonkers. And I've got Robocop to watch, so, you know, stuff you can't watch with the kids, yeah. apparently. Cheap Peter Weller. Indeed. Oh, yeah, it is. It could have a Peter Weller double bill. Mm. 
for Naked Lunch. Still never seen Naked Lunch. Actually, no, have I seen Naked Lunch? I might have seen Naked Lunch. Mm. But, but yeah, so I just want to like do some drawing. I love, yeah. I spend most Saturday, uh, Sundays like that. That's... I do eventually, once I've done the mailer. Yeah. I do the... I mean, that's another reason to keep doing the draw something Sundays. Mm-hmm. It's just as an excuse to draw some up. But, um, but yeah, no, next year I also plan to do a lot more cons. Um, I, w- I would like to go back to having and an some releasing something new every con, but I realised this year that is is quite difficult to do. Yeah, I think maybe you look at your geographical zone kind of thing. Yeah. And then look at it from that and be kind of like, oh, that one's near to that one, so I probably should have something different. Yeah. I haven't booked any yet. I've only I've got troops. I think troops is the only one that's been up to book. But oh, is that what it is? Their booking's closed already. Yeah. Nothing else has been announced. I'm okay. hoping that my weekend off falls on Thought Bubble yeah. next year. Because I couldn't get Nottingham off next year. So I might see if I can do some jiggery pokery on that one. Because I really enjoy Nottingham and I wouldn't like to miss it. Mm. But yeah, so I'm hoping that I'm off for Thought Bubble and if I am, I'm going to apply for a table. I was tempted to apply for Glasgow, but it's a long way to go to potentially not sell anything. Mm. So Not that that's the way I look at it, but the kids are in school, so we couldn't sort of make a weekend of it kind of job. So that one's a bit trickier. Mm. But And I'm hoping to have a couple more things done by then. Why I'm sort of aiming friendly year ones, but again, it's more I enjoy the experience of being at a con, mm. and I like the safety of having a table to hide behind more than you know just going in and aimlessly wandering around, sort of thing. But yeah, um, and I'll probably have a table on reception at Troob selling the two books mm. and whatever copies of Tales we got left over. I suppose that's, that's the benefit of owning your own con, you've got absolute prime position. <laughs> Is it prime position though? By my comic, you're not coming in. <laughs> I don't think people tend to look going in though. I think, I think it's it, there's an argument for it being prime position, but at the same time, it's also kind of not. Yeah. But see, now I feel like a dick. Like, well, I'm going to get some people like, yeah, you're prime position. <laughs> Are you planning this in advance? Are you going to kick off on the day? I am. I'm absolutely going to kick off on the day, yeah. Well, I did think if there's a table cancellation, if I can get somebody to run it, I can always chuck it in there. Mm so, as you'll be at your table, I might have to have wiki. <laughs> he can show my shit. He's probably not as thrilled as about shilling my shit as yours. <laughs> like, but Andy's is good. <laughs> Just every time somebody reaches up, I wouldn't. <laughs> Another thing that I'm planning next year as well is it, I, I'm trying to think of different ways to almost to bump me up art-wise. Uh, so I'm going to start seeking out a few more um, sketchbook uh, crits, asking professionals to if they would mind me coming over and, and getting them to go for my sketchbooks and pointing out where I'm going wrong, where I need to improve, tips and tricks on what they think that would help me. I'd focus more on tips and tricks than where you're going wrong. Well, anything and everything, really. Just literally stick my um, my sketchbook in front of them and see what they think. Yeah. Get their comments off. I've got one booked. Um, so sometime during the Troops weekend, um, I'll be meeting up with Dylan Teague. And he's going to go through my, my books with me, which is awesome. nice of him. Um, 
he, uh, so yeah, I'm quite excited about that. A bit nervous as well, as you would be, you know, because it's quite a personal thing over your sketchbooks. Yeah. Um, but I th he is a master of, of the marker pens, and, um, uh, and, and so that's something that I'm hoping will but to get some ideas, some ideas, and some tips and tricks off him. Yeah, it surprises me he's not in more um, 2000 AD again at the minute. He's got. He did a cover, was it he's, last yeah, month? Yeah, he's done a few covers yeah. recently, but yeah, he's not been back in it for a while, mm. as far as I know. I mean, I dip in and out of 2000 AD now, which is rubbish because they're ongoing stories weekly. But, <laughs> but yeah, but but I'm, I'm going to start messaging a few more people I, I, i'd love although they are like the busiest people in the world but i'd love to get all the different brothers and ask if i can go meet them with my books mm. um which i kind of have done uh, you're the, the reason they're not in troops this year <laughs> <laughs> um i kind of have done um uh, at one of our summer events yeah We've kind of cornered them in the toilets and let them leave until yeah that was fun <laughs> not for them <laughs> Um, but they haven't finished. <laughs> I'd love to like buy an hour or so of their time and just sit down with them and, you know, let 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 them do their work on me, so to speak. I don't think you need it though. No, I, I I'm no, I get why you want to do it, but I yeah. don't think you need it. I don't think you're that far off that. Well, thank you, but I I feel there's something that I do. I mean, you know, anything I can, you know. I'm an open art book and I need people to enter me kind of thing. <laughs> That's the creepiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, sexy. I'd like your artistic seed, please. But creepy. I mean, that's it. All you can do is learn from others. Yeah. That's why I'm really into the art books again at the minute. Mm. It's just looking at things. Because the thing I like about art books is you see the rough. Hmm. You don't just see the finished thing. That's what I'm not so keen on with, like... You want to know how they got to that. Book. Yeah. Because it's like, you're blatantly just putting in the good sketches. Hmm. That's what I did. You would, wouldn't you? But hmm. nobody wants to be like, you know... Yeah, that Batman thing he did was amazing. But did you see that picture in his sketchbook? That was fucking shit, wasn't it? <laughs> Especially in the internet age where that would live forever. Kind of thing. But... But, I mean, all you need is Dan's How to Draw Iron Man. I was looking at that a minute ago. It's fantastic. You did one of those, didn't you, when I sent you the picture of it? I did. You used it to learn to draw Iron Man. And you never looked back. I love how he starts off with a big circle. They realise, actually, it's too big. So each one, the circle <laughs> got slightly smaller. smaller. <laughs> it's that old thing when you were a kid and you'd make a poster and you'd have to put, like, the last two letters of the, the word you'd put in big slightly underneath or I would look a really or, small or when you when you start off and you draw the speech bubble before you actually put the words yeah. in or decide what they're going to speak that's why I don't do speech bubbles <laughs> actually that's a lie Isaacs was full of them <laughs> but so yeah you aside from the book and like doing the sketch and that you plan on putting yourself out more to get involved in other people's comics or oh, absolutely um I, i'd love to do <laughs> anything to finish the book and <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean i'm not for anything to be honest with you at this stage yeah i'm really interested in anything um i, I do have a, a couple of people asking me about covers um I, i'm trying to uh, I've, I've done four covers i think so far cool for ever people 
Um, oh, and one for myself. <laughs> Whether they wanted them or not. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, and, yeah, I'm always on, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll never, you know, I'll always consider anything, really. <laughs> I'm a bit of an art whore at the moment, but it, it all goes in. It's all experience, it's isn't all experience, it? You can always yeah. And it's getting your name out. It up. Yeah, absolutely. Which is half the battle. Mm. It's like, I wasn't sure about doing that pin-up for the Whore Chronicles, but mm. it was kind of like, I like Tony, I like the sound of what it was that he was doing with it. Mm. And, and you've got to take these risks. And, you know, if it was shit, <laughs> I know that he'd tell me it was shit, yeah. and it wouldn't, you know... Absolutely, yeah, and he would as well. I mean, he's that is no way a criticism of Tony's part because that's so no, important. That's what you need. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want, you don't want to be the thing that people are like. Oh, I really like that book. It's like, yeah, I really liked it too. Apart from that one fucking pen up, I'm not overly keen on it, but I felt obliged. Mm. I think that's so important. The I think my biggest fear is people just saying, "Oh, that's lovely," you know, and kind of. You know, just kind of humouring you a little bit. If if I, that's the reason I want to go to these professionals, really, because I want them I'd sit them down and say, "Look, don't be nice." You know, if you think something is terrible, then I can tell me. Well, it's a massively difficult thing because I always found it with like when you'd send me over a poster for Troops or whatever. Yeah. To be like, I know he wants some form of feedback other than yeah, I like it. Mm. So and it's like. And I knew that there were things about it that I wanted done differently, but it's incredibly difficult to tell somebody that it's not quite what you wanted. Yeah, absolutely. There's also a way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, there, there is. I mean, also turning around and saying, oh, that's shit. Well, why? What's wrong with it? Oh, I don't know, but it's just crap. That That is not, not good either, you know, because you need a bit of No, I mean, there are a couple... We've had a couple where you've sent me something and it's like, it's all right, but there's something about it I don't like and I can't mm. put my finger on it kind of thing. So I don't do any work for you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so you left. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm doing my own posters and it shows. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it also, I mean, it's very difficult because like I said, my day job, I'm you know, a graphic designer and it's so amazing. It strikes me as so, it's two completely different things. People criticising your design work and people criticising your artwork. It's yeah. so different. I think it's because the artwork is a lot more personal. Especially the stuff that I do for myself. You know, my, 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 my sketchbook stuff. And you can't help but take it slightly personally. Graphic design work, you're doing something for somebody else. So if they like it, then that's the only important thing. If I don't like it, but they like it, then job done. Yeah. Do you see? Um, but See, I find compliments difficult to take as well. Yeah. It's like when I saw Wiggy when he got back from America. Hmm. He was like, oh, congratulations on the comics. So I was just kind of, yeah. He was like, oh, you're not happy with them? I was like, no, I'm pleased with them. I was kind of like, I, I didn't know what to You've do never it. been able to take compliments, well, have you? No. That's You've never been able to do no. that. It's, uh, it is, it's yeah. why I always say I'm bad in bed. <clears throat> like and I you get, are for I get the compliments, but I just don't believe them. <laughs> well, they're for being truthful, that kind of compliment. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't terrible. Yes. Trip advisor. <laughs> I had a comment uh, today, actually, Hang from on. somebody. <laughs> nothing to do with being in bed. My wife said to me, um, and <laughs> she said, "One year out." <laughs> and maybe I'm alone. Well, you know, everyone else out there. I don't know if I, I'm alone or is it something that really irritate you. But they didn't mean anything by it at all. But they used the phrase, "Is that supposed to be?" Yes. Is that we, meant to be? We've had this conversation yeah. before about things you posted. On somebody Facebook. said it to me today, and they said, "Is that meant to be?" blank and you know it, it was I, I don't, they didn't mean it absolutely didn't mean it at all but i imagine it's the artist equivalent of somebody going 
you pregnant again? <laughs> it kind of is, isn't it? <laughs> I suppose, yeah, absolutely. But no, that one, <laughs> that one you had that was the is that supposed to be? And it's like that's clearly not. Mm. But I get that it's tricky sometimes. If you're like, yeah, it's good. What is it? Mm. So trying to avoid the what is it conversation, but <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's better ways. Well done, tap on the back. That's it. He's a clever boy. <laughs> <laughs> Parents can be said patronising. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. <laughs> so outside of like our own year. Mm-hmm. The, the wider world of nerddom, what have been your other sort of highlights and lowlights? I'm, just, I'm assuming you didn't have any personal lowlights you wanted to... Well, there was that rash, but that cleared up quite quick. What was that rash supposed to be? <laughs> Herpes. <laughs> supposed to be, it wasn't. <laughs> Lipstick. <laughs> I just didn't wipe. <laughs> God. Right, low points. This conversation. <laughs> Being back on this podcast. Being back on this podcast. Oh, Christ. <laughs> um, right. Okay. High points and low points of the year. Are we, t- are we, you want, are we talking personal or, or media, TV, movies, we, we, and stuff? Let's do personal first, if okay. you've got personal. Um, oh, crikey. Um, it's not been the worst year in the world, to be honest, personal wise. Um, I had a freaking horrible just I, okay so this year I had two days off sick it was the first time I've had sick days for 10 years that was like, annoying yeah. are you it like was, me was, that you don't know what to do with yourself on sick days oh no, absolutely not because I feel guilty if I even get out of bed on a sick day no uh, yeah that's just it you know and because I had three days off with a cold and I felt guilty just being out of bed for mm. towards the end of it but no I, I get the other way around I feel guilty for instance my wife had a go at me because I cleaned the kitchen <laughs> I li- I just couldn't. I I, I had a I had a chest infection. Yeah. And you know I, I, you can't move much without coughing your guts up. But I thought no, I've got to at least do the washing up. You know, I've got to do something. And um, my wife came well, You've done the fucking washing up, haven't you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're like, well, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, everybody's like. Oh, you can just like you know, you can't do much. So you might as well just sit there and draw. It's like, I feel so fucking guilty <laughs> that I've drawn something, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but no, I, th- I think honestly, that that's been it. Really, um, it's not what I can think of. I go home and I think of loads now. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's good. I think if you really have to think about the low points, they weren't really that lower point kind of thing. No, absolutely. As I said, I've had worse. Yes. Um, I've had better years as well, to be honest. But well, good things have happened this year. Um, but it's not art related. Um, <laughs> I think we can say no to lows. I think I'm struggling to think of any particular low points. I've had like you know, low mental days. But mm. oh yeah, well we I, I've not encountered those. <laughs> Again, yeah. So frequent sometimes that it's just kind of. Yeah. I went twenty quid on a scratch card this year. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then lost it. But yeah, no, I am. Um, I won twenty quid on a scratch card this year as well. I think. Because mm. my mum buys them for like our birthdays and that. Yeah. Those are my mother-in-law. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, no. Like I say, even the sort of low ones haven't really been that low. I've enjoyed doing the different podcasts mm. that I've been doing and speaking to different people about, like, you know, their shared love of things. Mm. Or in the case of some of the film ones, either rediscovering or discovering films I'd never seen for the first time. Mm. That's been really interesting. That's been cool. And, um, yeah, so, and then, yeah, like, just drawing. Yeah. I feel genuinely good about the yeah. drawing I've done, mm. regardless of what other people think. <laughs> I think that's, that. I mean, that does, when you're so kind of into it, it doesn't, it really lifts your mood, doesn't it? I yeah. think that's such a, it's such an important thing. I mean, there's always going to be things and stuff I've drawn that I'm not happy with, but I've just sort of... Which, again, that. as I said, I think was really important. Yeah. And, uh, like I say, it's just been a year of just shut up and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than keep making excuses kind of thing. And, uh, but, yeah, so... My London trip was good, was was a highlight as well. Cool. Thinking about it. My Nottingham trip was a highlight. I really enjoyed that. Mm. Just me and the wife away. Went up on the Friday, went shopping rain. You were kidless, weren't you? We were. And then, yeah, doing Nottingham. To the point where, where I couldn't get the day off for it, I think she was a little bit disappointed without, mm. you know, making it too obvious she was a little bit disappointed. And uh, So, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Being childless is quite nice sometimes. <laughs> as, as much as I enjoy them. But, yeah, and... Uh, so, yeah, so sort of... Other nerd and TV series we discovered, movies. Okay, go on then. Movie of the year. Uh, it doesn't have to be a movie that came out this year, but a movie you have watched for the first time this year. Movie that came out this year is probably going to be the Springsteen Western Stars mm-hmm. concert documentary. I fucking love it. That's the first time in a long time that I've been sat in the cinema. I've leaned forward in my seat. Mm. Um, Endgame's up there just because it was a culmination of ten years and it was purely for that moment of... On your left. On your left, but the Thor's hammer bit. Yeah. Just Daniel's reaction yeah. to that, where he went, <gasps> and just had the stupidest grin on his face. And that was awesome. That film's got so many little hair tingly bits. Mm. You generally, in the last half hour, you can say the Capture Me on your left. That yeah. bit's fucking awesome. The Avengers Assemble line is awesome before they fucking charge. And, uh, yeah, but certainly a fitting end, wasn't it? That one. It was. I'm almost disappointed that this film's coming out next year. The Black would, Widow movie. I would have quite liked there to be a gap. Uh, just a little decompression thing. But I also get that you know they're a billion dollar company. Yeah, and it makes money by this point now, so they've got to keep churning them out for fear that somebody will fill the void, kind of thing. Everything's so fast moving now. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've not seen much at the cinema. Nothing particularly excited me. I couldn't get excited about the new Terminator film. Yeah, I've not seen that. Um, I've not seen the last Tarantino movie yet. Me neither. Purely because I wasn't overly fussed on the previous ones. They're all right, but they're not. Golden Age, Reservoir Dogs to Jackie Brown. What was that Hateful Eight? Hateful Eight I've still not seen. I've heard it's good, but I've just glorious bastards. Yeah, I wasn't fussed on that. Django Unchained, I wasn't massively fussed on. Mm. Um, see, the fact you have to think so hard about what those last few Tarantino films were. Yeah. For me personally, but I mean, I'll watch it eventually. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. 
has been out this year that I've watched and really enjoyed. The Exorcist 3 Blu-ray with the Legion cut on it finally came out, so after 15 odd years of waiting I finally got to see that the other day. Spideyverse? Spideyverse, was that the end of last year? Oh, it might have been actually. Sure, we've done Spider-Verse before, but yeah, okay. I think, yeah, I think yeah, it was the end of last year, wasn't it? I think it couldn't come into our films of the year last year because yeah. I hadn't seen it by that point, and then I saw it like a couple of days after we recorded. But that was really good, and that winning an Oscar was really good. And for what you know, Oscars are worth. But mm. it was nice to see a film like that rather than a traditional animation kind of get it, and just to see people doing bold things with art on screen. I'm going to find a list of movie releases this year. But most of them I've generally bought on Blu-ray. And uh, Yeah, it's difficult in this end game year to think of what else came out. Movie releases. Oh, Detective Pikachu, that was alright. For the kid's birthday. Uh, <laughs> Rose of Starwalkers. Is that, is that worth watching, that Pikachu movie? Yes, yeah, alright. It's alright, like I say, it was Jack's birthday pick. So, and then next year it'll be Spongebob for Dan's birthday. Of course, yeah. Because he's currently massively into Spongebob. So, but... I love that um, that Patrick figure you got on your fireplace, by the way. Oh, it's Dan's like Christmas that. Funko. Uh, Jumanji, are these all just ones that haven't They're come out yet? Some ones, aren't they? Cats. Cats, uh, I think, what the Disney one was. It was big. Oh, it was Wreck-It Ralph 2, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. That was quite good fun. I didn't bother with Joker. No, I've not seen Joker. Um, oh, Jojo. Is that out yet, Jojo Rabbit? I wanted to see that. I don't know. I don't think it's come out here yet. But All 2019 and 2020 movies in release order. At least. Oh, I think the fact you have to look them up. Yeah. <laughs> kind of tells you. There you go. Okay, Glass. Oh, I need to get that off the of sky. Lego Movie 2. Elite Battle Angel I haven't seen yet. I want to see that. No, I'm waiting for that to come on the sky. Fighting with my family I enjoyed. Oh, okay. That was the wrestling movie. Yeah, the, the Rock. Merchant one. Um, horror movie, horror movie. Captain Marvel. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. I didn't enjoy it as much the second time. <coughs> uh, so, us, I've heard very good things about. Yeah, again, still not seen that. Dumbo, not seen. Dumbo, I quite enjoyed. Aladdin, I surprisingly enjoyed. Aladdin was quite good fun. Yeah, Shazam, I enjoyed. I haven't seen. I've got Shazam to watch. I've been bought above off somebody. Hellboy. Uh, I quite enjoyed Hellboy. It was shit, but I quite enjoyed it. Okay, not seen. Uh, Dark Phoenix was shit, but not as shit as I thought it was going to be. Long shot. Detective Pikachu. Talking John Wick Three. I've not seen. Yet. John Wick Three. I liked, but I quite like the John Wick films. Aladdin, Brightburn, not seen. Booksmart, not seen. Godzilla, King of Monsters was good fun. I've still not seen it. I need to get it. Yeah, but I, I, I got it on Blu-ray. I'll lend it to you. I liked um, Kong Skull Island when everybody said it was shit. So. Yeah. I just like big monsters. Well, there's that too. I'm really tempted to get one of those big Godzillas from Smith's Toy Supersnore. <laughs> How big? You can get one that's like that big. Really? Yeah. Oh. I know. The movie Godzilla. Like yeah. that, that shape yeah. with the small head. Yeah, it's that one. It's to the tie fat, in with that. Fatzilla. Ooh, might have to have a look at that. Mm. Yeah, it's not the Matthew Broderick one. <laughs> Aww. You mean the T-Rex? <laughs> With the Jimmy Hill chip. Toy Story 4 was the other big Disney movie. Uh, it was, wasn't it? I still can't decide whether I liked that or not. Spider-Man Far From Home. I enjoyed that. Again, I didn't enjoy it as much the second time. 
I've only seen it once. Lion King, I've not seen. No, I can't. Once Upon Hollywood, I've not seen. Fast and Furious, I've not seen. Dora and Sid. Oh, obviously Dora. See, I do genuinely actually want to watch that. It looks quite good. <laughs> uh, In that old kids' adventure movie kind of way. Yeah. So one film I did miss and I really wanted to see was the um, Le Mans 66. Yeah, I want to see that. I just figured that was a wait for DVD. Yeah. Oh, the new Rambo movie. I didn't really realise I was out yet. Joker. Pro-Trump agenda kind of movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's basically him killing a lot of dirty Mexicans. Oh, I see. Jojo Rabbit I want to see. Oh, it's not out yet. No, I didn't think it was that over here. Zombie sure Lambs America. Terminator Doc Fate. Yeah, see, I've just I've been burned by Terminator so many times now. Doctor Sleep. I won't mind seeing it. It's a lot of child death in it. Is it Le Mans? That's supposed to be really good, isn't it, Le Mans? Le Mans, yeah. Child Ford versus Ferrari for yeah, any the American version. Uh, Apparently it's to do with trademark laws or something. Why they couldn't call it that over here? Oh right. From what silly, the director said, "It's like advertising trademark copyright, something like that." They couldn't use the brand names in the titles. Mm. I think Le Mans sixty six is a better title, anyway. Yeah, personally. I, so. I want to see that a beautiful day in the neighbourhood. There's that the Tom Hanks one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I want to see that. I want to see Twenty One Bridges as well. It looks like one of those proper old-fashioned cop movies. Okay. Uh, Queen of Slim, like her. Playmobil the movie bombed, didn't it? Yeah, I'm not really massively surprised. I want to see Jumanji the next level. I yeah. really enjoyed the last one. Plus, it's Jumanji. got Danny DeVito, who. Danny DeVito's one of my favourite people at the moment. <laughs> it's The Rock being Danny DeVito as well. Yeah. So, and. Cats. <laughs> yeah, not fussed on cats. We watched Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know if that came out at the end of last year, technically, but. Yeah, I saw that this year. That, that was alright, because Jack's massively into Queen of Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Now, so. But Bad Boys for oh, he's at the next next year. No. Gentleman's supposed to be quite good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Hedgehog. That, that was very interesting. The way that um, they've. I know. I did like the thing that somebody was like, everybody should go and watch. It, yeah. You know, just to prove that. Now, being they listen to fans. Being naive, do you reckon that was a little bit marketed? Do you quite think? Possibly. That they deliberately bought. Although I mean, that, they say no such thing as bad publicity. That was a fucking hideous design, though. I know it was terrible, and I'm wondering if maybe they, they released did it, it to get people to engage. Yeah, and then they knew Possibly, they wouldn't change it. Because it's like people who deliberately do those signs that are a double meaning one. So, it, like, it can be a rude mm. sign thing. And like, then, there's that chicken one, picking chicken one, isn't there? Where yeah. it's, it's, it looks like a hand. It looks like a yeah, a chicken with two feathers and spitting, and it's obviously what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And it, it's blatantly done to engage people. Mm. But, but yeah, I don't know. So, but yeah, films next year. Nothing I can particularly think of. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Won't mind seeing Wonder Woman. I quite yeah. enjoyed the first one. Um, that Soul, the new Pixar one, I like the look of. It's going to be a tough sell on the kids because you know jazz music. <laughs> There's a what's that? Other, uh, is it the DreamWorks one, um, with the with the, about the trolls and no, all the fun? That's Pixar as well. Onward. That's Pixar's onward. That's it. So is there going to be two Pixar next year? I think so. Yeah, I think we 
Won't be getting back into the two Pixar a year job. Yeah. Which, you know, can only be a good thing if they're mm. good films. So, what was your feeling on Toy Story 4, without spoilers? Um, I, I enjoyed it at the time. It's not a film I'd rush and watch again. No, this has been my thing. That's why I'm waiting for the next Disney buy and get one free before I buy it. it. It didn't hit me like the others hit me. No, it did feel a little bit like a, an also film yeah. rather than a... Because the trilogy kind of wrapped itself up quite nicely, you know, it wrapped that itself nice up ending, and you know, and you know, genuinely moving mm. ending. Whereas this one felt a little bit. Oh, we could still get some more money out of this. Yeah, and just it didn't have the same satisfying ending that three had for me. Yeah, but all right, and so music. I haven't listened to a lot of music. Not new, sorry, a lot of new music this this year. Uh, I'm tr- struggling to think of a band, an old band or a new band that I've really kind of got into. Um, I said to you earlier, and you looked at me in complete disgust that because of Glastonbury, I have been listening to a bit of Killers recently. I mean, disgust um, is out. Although actually saying that, what I have done is um, on Spotify at work. Oh. Um, it listens to well random kind of collection collected playlists and i have been typing in 90s rock music a lot recently cool and where i've been playing a lot of things like semi you know semisonic and yeah um it's always like semisonic the you know um the mighty mighty boss tones and stuff like that uh crash yeah, yeah crash test has been you know blink you know blink 182 and that kind of thing um so that's been quite nice i've been you know um kind of having that um uh, yeah, I mean, but obviously because we lost the lead singer of Roxette, I've been listening to Roxette this week. Um, so yeah, the, I think Radio 2 only knew that they did them. It must have been love, because yeah. that seemed to be the only song they'd play after mentioning she died. So. Yeah. Um, See, Roxette was always one of those bands that would be described as a guilty pleasure. Mm. I, I mean, I personally don't believe in guilty pleasures. I find it an insult to guilt and pleasure, but... <laughs> But I've always quite enjoyed it, and it's one of those things. You what never was the shout about it? But. Remind me what the rock set film was that was on the Mario, almost unreal. Yeah, that was a great song. I love that song. Yeah, it's great song. That's better than it must have been. Love. Yeah. So we had that on cassette single. Mm. I think my brother bought it, played it to fucking death. But yeah, music for me, it's been. Film scores. Mm. Been getting really back into film scores. I got a record player, so because a lot of film scores seem to be on vinyl now, because it seems to be the hit retro thing. So got a tape player in it. No. Oh, looks like it should have. It doesn't. Mm. But I did look at one with a tape player, but I didn't like the overall shape of the thing. So plus, I'm always worried about tape players that the tape's going to get stuck in it, and it's not like you can easily replace cassettes anymore. Oh, your car. Like my car, my CD got stuck in that. Oh, was it CD? That. Was it? Yeah, I missed that car. So now belongs to a Wolf Skull Jack. Mm. So, but yeah, um, for that, and I've been because of that Springsteen film. I wasn't fussed on the Western Stars album first time I heard it. Then I watched the film and I got back into the album. And then through that, I've been going back and re-listening to some of the Springsteen albums that sort of passed me by mm. originally. So currently, love re-loving Darkness on the not Darkness on the Edge of Town. Um, Wild, the Innocent, and the East Street Shuffle, which is sort of the more bluesy, springsteamy stuff. 
but you know, I'm a Springsteen fan anyway, so <laughs> I'm kind of biased on that. And um, yeah, like I say, it's mostly been film scores to listen to while drawing. So that's been it for me, music. I had to go and see Take That live in concert. And, uh, oh, that's my personal low of the year. <laughs> see and Take That in concert? <laughs> no, that was fine. It was, you know, whatever. <laughs> I booked tickets to see Steve Martin and Martin Short in Birmingham next year. Oh, did you? Really fucking excited about it. Cancelled. Really? They cancelled it. I reckon it was low. They said it was a, like, you know, date clash. I reckon they'd not sold enough tickets. So wow. they cancelled that venue because they're still doing London and Dublin, I want to say. But it's just too far to go. Yeah. London's a ball lake. So yeah, I, was, oh, I didn't realize you got tickets for that. Yeah, I was massively excited. Mm. I love Steve Martin. It's always been my thing to want to see Steve Martin live, and that was the closest it was going to get because mm. he doesn't do stand up anymore. And uh, yeah, they fucking cancelled. So because the London one, it's a week I'm working, so I couldn't work it around Birmingham. I could go to Birmingham and still be all right for work the next day, kind of mm. thing. So good. That that was my real crushing load at the yeah. end of the year. We've been so excited about it. To the point where I'd not told anybody about it and then I was like, Yeah, finally going to see and then it was like, Yeah. Blimey. <laughs> and Kat was like, Oh yeah, they emailed, they cancelled it. I was like, fucking what? <laughs> Got him. It was fucking expensive as well. Yeah. Like two hundred pounds for the two of us to go at least, not including everything else on top. Where was it? Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah. And you see? Yeah. So Annoyingly, the cancellation protection we took out, we don't get back. <laughs> <laughs> How much was that? That's like six quid, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a massive amount. Yeah. It was just the insult of That's terrible. That they cancelled it and we still get that cancellation fee back. Wow, I bet people weren't happy about that. Perhaps they were like, we made enough money out of the cancellation fees, we don't actually have to do the gig. Yeah. Jeez. But Did you hear who is in Newport? in Wales uh, a couple of months ago. John Tucker. He probably was. I think he lives <laughs> around there, doesn't he? Now, do you know who was actually in Newport? No. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really? Yeah. He was doing one of his shows um, like an evening with. They're ridiculously fucking expensive I'd as love well. to go. Yeah, you do get dinner, but uh, they are, they're like 200 quid a ticket, aren't they? Yeah, and I bet it's one of those poxy dinners win. where it's like a tiny slice of chicken and yeah. just some shit drizzled <laughs> on it. Probably not shit. Drip a lot of, you know, could be. Um, but yeah, get rich enough. You drink coffee beans that have been shat out by another animal. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Because they've been. I mean, I know uh, Sylvester Stallone has done some. Schwarzenegger has done some. Robert Douglas did one, didn't he? I don't know about that. I'm not sure. Brad Pitt did. Your mum would have gone. Yeah, Uh, Brad Pitt has done it. Not Brad Pitt. Sorry, Bruce Willis has done it. (laughs) Basically, anybody involved in Planet Hollywood. Yeah, basically. Uh, (laughs) Still paying it off. Who's the other guy who's done it? Is there somebody there else somebody, quite big? It wasn't Michael Douglas, but it was Michael Douglas-esque. Don DeVito? I'll <laughs> tell you what, if Don DeVito ever did it, I'd go. <laughs> Can't be any worse than the Chevy Chase one. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Was it Mike Reed who did that? Who yeah. interviewed him? It's a fucking car crash. See, my big regret was Barry Norman when he was doing those live evening talks. He did one in Gloucester and I didn't go. Who with? Just him? Just him. Oh, wow. I've got it on CD, not the Gloucester one, but just that general yeah. tour thing. And I didn't go for whatever reason. I really wish I had now. Because, mm. you know, I'm never going to see him now. But, 
and Roger Moore as well. I didn't manage to get tickets when he did the Cheltenham Literature Festival. Blimey. And I'm never going to see that now. So. No. It's one of those unfortunate things. I haven't really been... What have I seen this year live on stage? I don't think I've been to... I've seen any comedians. I don't think I have. Stand-up comedy seems to have dropped sort of right off, doesn't it? Yeah. It was a massive thing where every year you get a new stand-up DVD. Mm. They generally seem to go to Netflix or Amazon now, but... What have I seen? I've been to a couple of stage shows, as in um, acting, um, Broadway shows kind of thing. Yeah, see, I'm waiting for Phantom to come back to Bristol otherwise. Yeah. Nothing's massively grabbing me. That's partly just to make cats suffer it. <laughs> what am I missing? I'm missing something that I've seen. Lion King. Yeah, did I, see Li- I did see Lion King, yeah. Uh, you won't fuck the film, I'll watch the stage show. <laughs> uh, no, it's gone now, I can't remember what I've seen this year. Blow me. But, yeah. Good year. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, TV series. Um, I said to you, I'm struggling to think of anything new that I've discovered this year. That Louder Milk. I discovered Louder Milk on Amazon Prime, and I absolutely fucking. Oh, uh, okay. That. I've looked at that. That's got the guy from Office Space in it, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, Ron Livingston. Yeah. Who? Uh, it's. I really like it. It's my kind of. It's a bit more like a more accessible Kobe enthusiasm. Because mm. I know you don't like Kobe enthusiasm. But now. Saying or have that, you come back to it now? I th- I want to try it again because yeah, I've now watched Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. I've found I've discovered that only twenty odd years, th- nearly thirty years late, twenty five years late or I something. I was telling you about Seinfeld in the late nineties. No, you were, and I, I love it. So now I kind you, of you've been telling me about The Office, and I've still not watched it. Yeah, now I kind of get it. That kind of humour. Maybe I am gonna. I think I will try. Curb, you got a stick again. with it. Yeah. It's like most of those HBO series. You've got to get through the first series and mm. like part of the second one for it to really fall into place. Mm. A bit like the American Office yeah. and Parks and Rec and that. Yeah, the, the first series of both of those are really, it's really like, bad. Yeah, it's not until about the sixth episode of Parks and Rec that I really started warming to it and then it's partway through series two that you really fucking fall in love with The first it. episode of series two, the one with the penguins, yeah. the gay penguins, uh, that's when I fell in love with it. But... For a lot of people, it's when Mark Dan, uh, Danaquitz. Oh yeah, when when he, he just kind of disappears. Well, he, he leaves. He gets written out, yeah. and then he's never mentioned again. Not even the episode where they mention all their ex-boyfriends. I know. He, he he's never mentioned. So, which I didn't mind him as a character. He served a purpose, mm. and he he had the thankless purpose of being the straight man. Mm. But he was never going to stand out, really. But. They kind of got the balance right when they brought in Rob Lowe and um, can't remember the actor's name now. Yeah, him. Him, that guy from Parks and Rec. Yeah, that guy from Parks. The and one Rec. that isn't Rob Lowe. <laughs> the um, guy who was in Step Brothers. Uh, oh, film I watched this year that I loved was Hearts Beat Loud, which isn't on Netflix anymore. That's I went to watch great it the film. other day. Oh, I loved that film. Yeah, it's not on Netflix anymore. So Ron Swanson. Um, I discovered. Um, what we do in the shadows you did absolutely loved it and the tv series was fantastic as well see the film i quite liked i loved it i liked it more thinking about it back in my head rather yeah. than so i need to watch it again the tv series is also fantastic and um but yeah what's been on tv this year that's really fucking dark materials is dark materials i'm liking mm-hmm. watching that with jack 
got last week's to watch because it was on later. So. Yeah, I've got a few episodes to catch up on that. Did you watch War of the Worlds? I watched the first episode and I really disliked it. I know yeah, I should have given it more. Don't stick with it because it just got worse and worse. Oh, did you watch all we three? watched all three. And it is terrible, is it? I don't know if it's terrible, it's just not what I wanted. No, the first episode, it, to me, it was... Um, just to note that I'm, I'm a massive War of the Worlds fan. And the first episode, to me, seemed like a... Was it like, like a taboo love story? It was very soapy. It was very yes, it was, and in the background, oh look, there's aliens as well, which is fine, but it's just it I, also, know, I just quite like a straight adaptation of War of the Worlds because we've yeah. never had a straight adaptation of War of the Worlds. No, we haven't. No, uh, um, and it just with the exception of the Jeff Wayne one, uh, which, even even, even that's, that's different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've some of the characters have swapped around, but um, it just seemed overly overthought. Uh, like there was why wasn't there a heat ray? I mean, I saw the first episode. Instead of a heat ray, you have got a stupid spinny ball yeah. thing. Well, I mean, why? What's wrong with a heat ray? I you know, s- why do we not need to overthink it? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I've got them recorded. I probably will watch it just to say, well, I've seen it, so I can justify it does my that opinion really on it. Annoying but... fucking thing of two timelines at once. Yeah, yeah, and it. It does not stick the landing at all. Yeah, it, I mean, on, on the, the last two... episode, you don't get the payoff you're thinking. Oh, really? It's just uh, so. Sorry, if it's quick, quick because yeah, sorry about right. spoilers. Spoilers for War of the Worlds potentially. Yeah. Um. So you you've got uh, it. Play, the first episode it plays like oh are they on Mars don't they because you see like, like the red planet which is obviously the red weed. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But the kid who's with the lady is that the unborn son? Yes. Okay, so it's like five or six years into the future. Yeah, so that's that timeline is basically after the aliens have died and it's what's left. Right, okay. And it basically goes into them trying to get rid of the red weeds so they can get things to grow again. Okay. And that's enough. where that whole religious aspect of it comes into it with, you know, they defeat the aliens with the power of God and that. Mm. That's what they believe and then you find out. But it's not really built upon... I know in the book they kind of like just die, don't they? And then you find out it was germs, germs, and they sort of hint at that. <laughs> oh, we do we have to do a spoiler for the nineteen for the eighteen ninety nine book, whatever whatever year it was? <laughs> for the benefit of any Captain Americas out there, have <laughs> just woken up in the ice. But um, yeah, they just don't stick that landing at all in the payoff of how the aliens fall. It just sort of is talked about rather than seen. Oh, okay. It's just not a satisfying series at all. The mm. Black Mist is done nicely, mm. and that. But yeah, I would have just quite liked a fairly straight adaptation. Because as much as I enjoy the fifties one as a fifties sci-fi movie, it's not a straight adaptation. There and wasn't even tripods like, in that one. No, I know. And as much as I like the Tom Cruise one, it's not a straight adaptation because it's set in present day. Mm. I mean, they do things quite well. I mean, I love the. And it's set in America. And it's set in America. And he's not a journalist, he's a mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the whole thing that they were under the ground all along in that film. Spoilers for the 2005 film, <laughs> War of the Worlds. I dislike that one, that idea, but I have grown to like it. It's quite clever. I See, I really quite liked it, that they were there all along. And the ray that comes down is what awakens them, kind of thing. Mm. But, because Jack wants to watch that now, but I need to re-watch it, because I remember bits of it being quite bleak. Um... Yes, there are quite the, disturbing the bits, bodies and, and the, the bit where the kid runs and sees the river with all the floating bodies yeah. flowing past him. 
Yeah, and uh, the whole Tim Robbins where he has to kill him. I know they don't, yeah. you don't see it, but it yeah, it's that's quite, quite unsettling. That actually, that is quite unsettling because he puts the headphones on, listen to music, because yeah. he's beating him to death in the background. I forgot well, Tim Robbins was in it. I know. He's he's that guy. Mm. The I'm gonna have to kill you for the sake of keeping people alive kind of guy. But and obviously there's Ogilvy he plays, doesn't he? Although Ogilvy is a completely different character because Ogilvy is the astronomer and everything, yeah. but he plays a character called Ogilvy. But I did the uh, that was a highlight of my year. I did the War the Worlds experience in London. Oh, cool! You did, didn't you? Yeah, that was great fun. Um, really different. Um, um, I, I'll show you that in a minute. I just had nothing to do with what we're talking about. Um, the Martians! <laughs> um, yeah, completely. Um, it was great fun. It was really odd. It was like an interactive theatre experience with the with the Jeff Wayne World, the world music in the background. And you're kind of taken along um, with actors, you know, who play like the Victorian characters. And you'll take along the adventure. Is there still a hologram of Liam Neeson? No, there isn't. No, Um uh, there, there isn't. You actually meet the narrator in this. Kind of actually, go along with. On the films, that's a film I really want to watch that came out a little while ago, or a couple of weeks ago. It was that Ordinary Love? The Liam Neeson, Lizzie Manville one where she's got breast cancer. For obvious reasons. Yeah. I want to watch it and also don't okay. want to watch it. But that's the first Liam Neeson film I've really had to stop myself from crying at the trailer. Huh. And it's part of me in the back of my mind that's like, this film would have been better if it was because it's Liam Neeson. He like shrinks down and then goes in and beats the shit out of <laughs> And kicks the cancer. T- <laughs> kicks it in the face. It's like, I know that you're cancer. <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> I will beat you. I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> but oh, I watched that Cold Pursuit that he was in that kind of got overshadowed by that controversy him making those comments that oh right yeah yeah. we won't go into kind of thing i actually really quite enjoyed that Mm. it's a wonderfully quirky revenge movie but um he does a lot of revenge movies doesn't he he does that was supposed to be his last one but it's very different to his other sort of revenge movies because like i say it is done really quirkily yeah quirkily Uh, good name good word it's, it's wonderfully silly so but but yeah, so that's sort of TV for me. I'm even trying to think of anything on Netflix or Amazon Prime that, other than Louder Milk. But... Mm. You've got to get into Sony in Philadelphia. I know, I have tried a couple of times. It's great. I think I just need to go in where Danny DeVito comes in and just go two. back and watch. Mm. Series 2. Series 1 after. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've been watching, I've started last week watching Veep. Cool. I uh, never got into Veep. Yeah, uh, it's quite good fun. Um, it, probably because I was watching Seinfeld. Not I was going to say Elaine, just yeah. on a Seinfeld kick. On a Seinfeld kick. It's quite odd to see Elaine, a proper proper foul mouthed woman. That's quite quite good. So have you watched all of Seinfeld? I uh, about twice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, great fun. Uh, I've watched. I've I like it when she starts dating. Is it Jeff? No, he's not Jeff in that. He's Jeff in something else. Um, Patrick Warburton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That whole episode where she doesn't like that he's got a Christ fish on the back of his car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, I think, yeah, I think George is my spirit animal. I really do. Um, he won a contest. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's my favourite episode. I know everyone says it's the, the best episode, but it really is. Oh, it's just so well written. Because yeah, because they no don't mention it. They say what it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's just the way Kramer comes in after they've seen I'm the out. girl. Across the <laughs> I'm out. Uh, and and the, the fact that because the bonus features on the DVDs are really good. Yeah. They do oh, cool. little mini things for each episode as well. Pretty oh, okay. Much. But also the fact that you don't know that, shall we say, they failed the contest, but you just see him for sound asleep. Yeah. Great. Because um, it's like the Chinese restaurant one, the one that Kramer isn't in. Yes, that's so, very early on, isn't it? Yeah, it's in the first series. Apparently, Michael Richards was like, "If you ever write an episode that I'm not in again, yeah, I will leave this series." <laughs> so that's why they never did one without Kramer ever. Yeah, again. which I can kind of understand is also dickish at the same time. <laughs> um, also, we've started watching on on uh, Apple TV. We've started watching the Morning Show. I say starting. We're about seven episodes into, and so we're up to date on that. Have you are you aware of that? That's finished now, isn't it? It was only a short series. Eight episodes, but yeah. I think I think they've released the latest. I haven't episode done yet. Apple TV because um, I can't keep doing all these. Well, because um, I recently got a new Apple TV, as in the actual box, um, and it, you get a year's free subscription with it. You see, um, so it's very good. It's um, quite dark. It's not. It's not comedy. It's quite. Uh, but it's got. It's got. Um, Jennifer Aniston has got Reef with a Spoon Steve and it's got Carell. Steve Carell in it yeah. and there's a few other guys but Steve Carell's an absolute bastard in it straight I mean you know I'm a massive Office fan straight off Office he's an absolute horrible bloke in it but it's nice it's really good I recommend it very good see this is the thing that I'm worrying about is with all these streaming fucking services Mm. It's like you've got Prime, but then within Prime, you've got other streaming services that you can get yeah. on top of your Prime membership. I don't like that. No, I don't. It's like, I want Prime, please. And then you're going through it, and you get all excited. Oh, this is on there, but it hasn't got the little banner on the yeah. top, so you can't watch it. Yeah, because I was re-watching Angel, yeah. and I went to watch an episode, and overnight it had gone off of Amazon Prime. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And there's no warning playing? either. Why isn't this fucking playing? Yeah. I was like, I'll buy it. Oh, for fuck's sake, I'll get me DVDs. Mm. <laughs> But that's such a faff now to get DVDs. Have you noticed? To actually get up, take it off the shelf, put it so into the machine. That, and like it's four episodes on the disc, and then you got to get up again. Yeah, Whereas no, with Amazon Prime or Netflix, you just like yeah. binge, 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 done, <laughs> kind of thing. But then it is also difficult to fucking stop sometimes when it's like at least when you've got the thing. When you fall down a rabbit hole, yeah. But but yeah, so I uh, yeah. Uh, Second series of Jack Ryan was alright. I didn't enjoy it as much as some people did, but it's not quite the Jack I Ryan I, I like. I didn't watch the first episode, the first series, and that. It's alright. It's a good series. It's yeah. just I love Clear and Present Danger and Hunt for Red October, hmm. and it's not that Jack Ryan. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know how in keeping he is with the books because I always struggled with the books because they're just a bit hmm. dense, and I struggle with dense novels. <laughs> Talking about books. I'll tell you something else I've got into this year. Jack Reacher. Again? Yeah. I got, I'm seven books in now. I'm still trying to finish the second one. <laughs> second one's really good. Really I really like one. it, but it's just for whatever reason, I read it for a bit and I put it down. I've got like a chapter or so to go. Mm. I should just blitz finishing it. Yeah. But I found that one confusing because the main bad guy has got a name that's similar to one of the FBI agents. Yeah. And it was like, because I was reaching the point where I was dipping out of it, I was like, Hang on, hang on, hang on. Who the fuck is that? Let's go back to the bit at the beginning where he chainsaws a guy in a fucking shed. But <laughs> uh, well, I do like the Jack Reacher books. The first one's really good as well. The first one's brilliant, yeah. Um, a couple have been better than, than others. I've said I'm seven in. They seem to be slightly... There's a few that are a bit formulaic. 
and you, you find yourself almost second guessing kind of guessing what's going to happen because of what's happened in other books you know? that second book so long ago, long I've been reading it I was reading it on the train back from Disneyland Paris when we went last year yeah and I had to stop reading it the bit where he gets stuck in the cave that's horrible yeah yeah and then later in the book I was like well, at least it's over now and then a bit later he does it a fucking he game. does it again yeah but because he knows what he's doing this time, it's fucking not so bad. But I just yeah, thought, the way it's described, isn't it? It's horrible because it's, it's completely horrible, dark and you can feel and the rats like, and yeah. And it's just that you know he screams, and it's like you never hear Jack Reacher scream. No, yeah, yeah. or you know read about Jack Reacher screaming, and it's just and it's complete. Yeah, it's fucking horrible because it is known in the earlier on in that book that that's his one fear. Yeah, and it happens to him, and so it happens it, twice. It, it was so he does it again. Flagged, but yeah. But and it's just you know he couldn't go back, he couldn't go forward, mm. and he eventually works out that if he goes slightly uh, sideways, and he can feel rats climbing all over him, and but he feels where the rats are going, and he kind of follows the direction of the rats, and ugh, horrible. It's it's dark. It's fucking. It's like I can't. Cat likes to watch. I'm a celebrity when I'm trying to go to sleep, mm. and I just can't. I can't even hear it. No, oh, really. I'm constantly, when I was watching it with Tao... Not just because it's fucking dreadful. <laughs> I'm constantly... Uh, honestly, I don't see the problem with that. I could do that. I could do that. But anything with the animals, I wouldn't have a problem with. It's the ones where they're in the dark, crawling through shit. That would be a little bit, but it's the underwater stuff I couldn't do. When they've yeah. got to swim under the water net, they've got to dip the head under, and that I, I couldn't do. I that. was freaked out. Do you remember that army advert where the guy go in under the thing and he gets his trouser leg caught on a yeah. jacket bit of rock? Yeah. That fucking advert always made me uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> Any sadistic serial killers are out there, they pretty much know how to fucking finish me off now. In the <laughs> worst possible way for me. <laughs> so yeah, we'll pop him in a fucking cave and wedge him in there. They could have did that at school there, didn't they? When dress you in your pyjamas and check you in the swimming pool. Yeah. Well, what happens if my trouser gets caught or something? Like the advert on the telly. Why is it back? We went on holiday once and it was a hotel that had two pools and then between the pool there was a little gap that you could swim through to mm. go from one pool to the other oh right yeah and i'm sure the actual thing it was a massive gap but in my head now i picture it as a small gap yeah it's just like i can't believe i ever fucking swam through it like, if i'd have got stuck and i have a nightmare about a thing that never happened yeah but but yeah you're you're tuned into the nerds therapy hour <laughs> tight spaces <laughs> so Books kind of leads nicely into comics and comic cons. So, any comic or comic con highlights? Uh, uh, Nottingham. Um, comic highlights. Um, I discovered um, uh, John Tucker. <laughs> yes, I discovered John Tucker. He's on my list. Plan <laughs> of the ones released this year: Sido and Plan A and Plan B. Yeah, absolutely. The Have you fu- read Sido, the, the, the fucked up world of John Tucker. <laughs> That's, that'd be your autobiography. His Frank Tober sketchbook as well was really fucking good. Yeah. Um, uh, as he, I, t- I saw, actually, you've got him up somewhere, but he's killed you a couple of times. Yeah, I need to get one more. I want to do a three death of Strip Maureen. Yeah. <laughs> at the hands of John he, Tucker. He does, if anyone's unaware, which I'm sure everyone is. He does a great thing. It's a really original thing at his tables at conventions. Where he has a roulette wheel. Death roulette. And um, you, you spin it, give him a bit of money, you spin it, and the numbers correspond to a list he's got of the way you're going to die, and then he will draw your death. So I've had... What have I had? Um, and you have the awkward moment where he's like, face that way? 
Yes, yeah. that way. Yeah. Right, I've got you. <laughs> um, how did I die? Did I die by wrestlers or was it? I think I. Uh, I no, I did. I got died by wrestlers. I, I, I got killed. Got died by wrestlers. I got died by wrestlers. I got killed by. Uh, died me pink. <laughs> um, it was really cool because he drew. I didn't know he he realised. I didn't know he followed me, but he drew one of the wrestlers a bazooka mask. Nice. It was quite cool. Was I got killed, decapitated both times. Once by a windmill and once in a freak bowling accident. Awesome. My head got polished on the wall cleaner <laughs> on the way back. Love it when you polish your head. I know. So yeah, I it was tempting to go to Cheltenham Library Comic Con just to get a third one. Yeah, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> so, and, and by all accounts, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's more art than comic, from what I could gather. But yeah. Um, that one that I showed you today that came from Adam felt that Satan's library is fucking genius. Mm. It's a really nice, simple thing, but he's done this wonderful thing in it where the comics that are given to the guy... Yeah. You've got a mini version of the comic in it that you can read it. I thought that was fantastic. Never seen that before. I've Anything never done like that. It's a fucking genius idea. Lovely. And because he clearly had to do it himself, it's something I don't see being mass-produced and copied. Uh, no, no, absolutely. It, just logistically, it looks really... But the, as you said, the guy... <laughs> Imagine going to Mixum and being like, yeah, and then inside, oh, there's two mini-comics yeah. that have to be smaller. It's possible, but even just trying to design that and lay it all out, it would be a bloody nightmare, because you've got to, you know, exactly... You want it, the fact that they are dead on centre as well, and oh, there's no machine that could do that, but I'm aware of. No. Uh. It's lovely, and each cover's individually hand-drawn. But, yeah, it's it's superb, which I think he's still got a few left, which you can go to his website, and you basically just pay the pound postage. Yeah, absolutely. And um, But, yeah, he, um, he will hopefully have some at Troobes as well. Because so, he's got no other cons now between now and Troobes, I think. Cause mm. We're in that fallow period of no cons. Um, Fatal period. Cosplay at the Doom of the Earth was another one for me. Oh shit! Sorry, that's what you brought up. <laughs> that was my next one. I was about to say. Okay. Well, go on then. You take that one. All right. Um, yeah, by Dan Harris. Uh, I, I followed it on Kickstarter, um, and I didn't know much about it before I followed. Before I, I, I put, I um, backed it on Kickstarter. I just liked the art on it. It was quite cartoony, quite different, and it's really cool. I liked it. It was ACP that yeah. made me aware of it. And um, awesome! I was so fucking excited for that to come. As soon as I backed it, I was like, "I want it now! Yeah. I want it now! I want it now! I want it now!" And um, Lang Walk Home as well was another one that I backed on Kickstarter that I was really excited for, which was the Scottish poem one about kicking, getting kicked out of the pub at closing time and being oh, busted okay. for a wee. Um, which I can lend you if you want. It's, yeah, it's really good because I'm not a fan of poetry, so I wasn't sure whether I'd like it or not. But I liked the idea of it. Hmm. And yeah, it worked really well. And um, but yeah, and um, I'm trying to think what else. Hawk Chronicles. Hawk Chronicles. See, I was part of that, so I can't really. <laughs> it's a bit like me going. My favourite comic of the year was True Believers. I really liked it, but there was a pin-up at the back. Was a bit of shit. It's <laughs> that like the Dave Allen-y one. Yeah, the Dave Allen-y one. Yeah. See, the thing I liked about that pin-up was. Because I originally wanted them to look like yeah, you and me. Mm. And from what he told me, I kind of saw the guy as Dave Allen. And for the same guy, I had to do Lee. Mm. And it was quite nice to be able to incorporate Lee into something. Mm. 
because I've not had been had anything I've been able to do it in because I'm used to the films. We used to have a picture room in the background all the time. So the um, so the pinup was it was like back at the reporters as opposed to focusing on yeah, the prostitute. Yeah, it was the person interviewing the prostitute and his same guy. Yeah, and I just always kind of saw it as I don't know why, but Dave Allen used to do those like you know weird wonderful world where he'd go and like hang out with a guy who had like a massive train set in his back garden or whatever and just meet these eccentric people and it kind of felt like something that a TV show Dave Allen would have done if he could have done it at the time so that's kind of what I saw and I just kind of saw it as kind of like a relaxed guy with a drink a bit loose <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah and like I say fortunately Tony liked it too mm. so but as a comic, whether I was involved or not, it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. I mean, it's not an easy thing to write. <laughs> no, it's not an easy thing to read. And, uh, no, it's not an easy thing to read. Um, and Sarah Harris's art in that is amazing. Mm. The fact that, you know, I didn't even notice that it was fabric until I really looked at it, that the bed sheet was actually just a piece of fabric she cut up. It's fucking superb. Again, that's like shit that takes time. And then just scanning that in and keeping that element of it, mm. actually by scanning it in, kind of thing. But that's somebody I'd like to see do more, Sarah Harris. But I also want her to do things that she wants to do rather than just doing a lot of things for the sake of doing it, kind of thing. Which is meant as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I'm trying to think of other comics. Prolix continues to knock it out of the park for me. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what Kickstarters I backed this year that I'm still. There was a new uh, Rachel Smith that I thought you had here. No, is it was oh, here last time? Was that the new? That was I a did the stand in your power. Yeah. Was that this year or last year? That was this year, I think. That was good. Possibly. Um, but yeah, so I've sort of dropped off the Kickstarter a little bit, partly because of the whole union thing, and yeah. partly just because I'm getting frustrated. I mean, I talk about it on the pod that I did with Tony and Tom. Just getting a bit frustrated with the over-reliance on Kickstarter. I quite like to see people going back a bit more to just launching it at cons. Mm. Taking a punt and trying it. But I also understand the significance of using Kickstarter. Because printing is so expensive. And it's just, there's so many now, it's impossible to keep backing them all. Mm. There's ones I've missed that I've just missed because they've been in the sea of... Kickstarters that I wish I backed, but but yeah, um, so yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Mm. Highlights for me and highlights for you. So, and that was twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, uh, podcasts I've enjoyed this year. Just a quick shout out for that comic smell, and um, which I discovered this year, or not discovered this year. I actually finally started listening to, and. Um, Awesome Comics Pod continues to be one that I really enjoy. Yeah, they've been doing good work. There's this fat beardy wanker who's been doing a couple, but I've heard her alright. Uh, why comics and why not? Nice plug. I know. I thought so. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. I'd say uh, I will continue to plod on with things and whatnot. Um. Troobs is the next big thing for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, February the 1st? February the 1st, yeah. So, what, about six weeks away? That's scary, weeks away? isn't it? It is. It 
fucking is. <laughs> um, got a couple more guests still to announce, which, if you know Troobes, you know who they probably are. I'm just waiting for them to send me the relevant information to put out there. Uh, if I don't soon, I'm just going to put a picture out with they're also here. <laughs> Damn the consequences. <laughs> and yeah, so tickets. I think on your Sunday. problem with that though, people sending in pictures, is because last this year it's Kevin Bacon pictures, and nobody really wants to replace the Kevin Bacon pictures. No, see, I deliberately went for that because if you actually look, they're Kevin Bacon in Footloose, and they run sequentially to how they appear in the film. Oh, really? <laughs> I, it was Geek. a lot of manoeuvring around. <laughs> It's as close as I can get it to how they appear sequentially in the film. Yeah. Who the fuck has noticed? I'm just not appreciating. <laughs> um, it's like the year before was... So this year's one was Jessica Fletcher. Yeah. Which I thought, people are going to be like, I don't fucking want that. In the case of Charles H. Raymond, he replaced his Jessica Fletcher picture with a picture of Jessica Fletcher that he drew based on his picture <laughs> of Jessica Fletcher. Well... <laughs> Uh, and ironically, with the Kevin Bacon one, am I right in thinking that there, there's a table called there's Footloose? They're called Footloose Comics, and they have actually have actually sent in a picture because <laughs> they had the poster for Footloose was their picture. Oh, I see. It had to be. Yeah. Um, and uh, Chris Side sent me a picture, but he said he was happy to keep the one from Flashdance. Mm. I was like, "How dare you, sir? You've been <laughs> replaced." <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I've made a rod for my own back now because I think people are expecting it in future. <laughs> it's almost become the thing of like, what is he going to use this year? <laughs> Come on, David Hasselhoff. That that was part of my year. Just going through, trying to find enough pictures of whatever it is. <laughs> so, see, the problem with Hasselhoff is that he's kind of niche cool. Yeah, and the idea true. was supposed to be that it would be something that people were like, oh, it's so not fucking cool, I've got to get rid of it. Be honest, did this idea of putting it with a random character come come about because your wife found a folder full of Jessica Fletcher photographs on your on your computer? What, you mean the ones in my Spank Bank folder? Exactly, yeah. You have to, oh, well, but I'm doing this, I've got to, you know. <laughs> Coincidentally, it was the same with the Kevin Bacon ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have that. <laughs> So, honestly, love, it's true stuff, see? <laughs> no, it came about because I'm bored of that image-pending, generic yeah. thing stuck up there while you're waiting for it. Put your graboid away. So it was just kind of... <laughs> so originally it was going to be like Kevin Bacon from different films, and then I was like, I could probably get enough from Footloose. <laughs> so it was a struggle, but I got them. Got them all. So, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do for next year. I've got an idea. But, but yeah, so so yeah. Anyway, tickets for troops. You can find those pictures on the uh, Who's Got a Table page, and more at OKTrueBelievers.com, where you can also buy your tickets for the event, which are now eight pound. And that's it. There's no booking fees on top, uh, or there'll be ten pound on the door if you prefer to buy on the door. Um, posters and flyers will be going up soon. I should get them back from the printers tomorrow. So for what good posters seem to do these days. We were discussing that, weren't we? Well, yeah, and I'd put a feeler out, and there were a couple of people that were like, no, I did discover it from the poster. It's kind of, And it's that difficult thing. If you don't do a poster and then foot falls down, you can't say you did everything you possibly could mm. kind of thing. But the trouble with posters is nowhere really takes them anymore. Mm. 
is the real fucking but they're not and, massively expensive and order yeah but in order for them to actually you know really hit the market you've got to make massive a0 ones and stick them in blooming yeah and then know. you try getting a shop to take an a0 one yeah because <laughs> i did think do i go a3 instead of a2 uh, a, no a1 instead of hang on no a3 a2 instead of a3 and i was like out of all the places that are taken though mm. how many actually fucking would mm. it's like I mainly focus on comic shops in the surrounding area and post them to them and just, you know, hope that they put them up. But I've got no real knowledge of whether or not they do that. It's next door's telly. Oh, that's scary. Sorry, a random but voice just came out the wall. They're probably watching Law & Order again. That kind of people. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so... But also reaching people online is increasingly difficult it's basically increasingly difficult to market anything anymore mm. unless you're willing to pay thousands yeah which the return wouldn't be great enough for <laughs> unfortunately to do it so but what does help is people who've got tables actually tweeting about the event mm-hmm. and whatnot. so and that's a major battle to get across but but most of the people at Troops are good so so we got that. So anyway, where can people find you online so you can tell them about you being at Troops? Oh, I didn't know you were going to say that because I, I, I don't know. I can't remember. Okay, I'll you got to help because I wrote it down in advance. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm bloody useless. There we go. That's everywhere people can find oh, you. Oh, thank you very much. Okay, so my Twitter, Twitter I am at ZootBot. Uh, DeviantArt, I'm Zoot slash dot DeviantArt.com. My Facebook is facebook.com forward slash the real zoot and Instagram I dot am there's that underscore. underscore thank you I underscore am underscore zoot but if you type in I am zoot I'm pretty sure if you google it I'm pretty sure it can, one of those will come up I should have put something in the middle of there just to see if you'd read it out <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter I am I am a small penis <laughs> I take it up the ass. <laughs> see I could get you to say it without having to write it down <laughs> And, uh, yeah, me online, uh, at Token Nerd on Twitter, Stuart Thinks He Can Draw on Facebook, uh, Stuart Thinks He Can Draw on Instagram as well, and then the True Believers website, which is oktruebelievers.com. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, unless you've got anything else. I don't think I'm, think I'm done. No, we'll think of it on the way home. Yeah. Be like the George Costanza, that's what I should have said. <laughs> I love that episode as yeah, well. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, so until next time, read some awesome comics, create some awesome things, and keep spreading the four-colour word. Uh, have a great Christmas and a good New Year as well, whatever you choose to do with it. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.